Welcome to the Break Free Real Estate Podcast. Hey guys, today David and I are going to talk about what a non-recourse loan is. Um, David, you you start on this one. Well, um, generally speaking, there are two types of loans in this category. Uh, the first is a recourse loan, and the second is a non-recourse loan. A recourse loan is simply a loan that you're probably most familiar with, where um, a lender who you get the loan from has the ability to foreclose on your property and take the property back through the foreclosure process. But not only that, they can then go after you personally for your own uh, and, and pursue your own personal assets. So um, in a uh, you're probably familiar, like during the uh, the previous recession and the foreclosure crisis, uh, there was a lot of people that not only did they lose their house, but then they even had judgments against them for the remaining balance of the loan. And in many cases, um, the lenders were able to go as far as garnishing wages against these people or pursuing some of their other assets. So um, that's a recourse loan. And that happens traditionally in residential financing. And then you have what's known as a non-recourse loan. Non-recourse loans are generally uh, in the commercial financing space. Um, and it's just simply that the lender's only recourse is against the property itself. They have no recourse against the borrower personally. So on virtually all of our um, commercial loans on our apartment communities that we've bought, those are all non-recourse loans. Uh, there are a few caveats um, that they they call them bad boy carve-outs, meaning you can't be doing unethical things or illegal things that would supersede that and they could pursue you. But if you're following all the covenants and agreements inside of the, the loan agreement, then their only recourse is to pursue the property if the deal fails. Um, and they wouldn't be able to come after you personally um, for any judgments or or any of your own personal assets. So that's a, just a high level what a non-recourse loan is. Okay. So obviously, you would probably want to have a non-recourse loan versus a recourse loan. Yeah, generally speaking, non-recourse, uh, you know, it gives you an added layer of protection as an investor, especially when you're, you know, getting into larger commercial deals. Um, you can even get non-recourse loans on smaller deals, um, but they're usually going to be um, what we would call a, a DSCR loan or a debt service coverage ratio loan, which we'll actually talk about in another episode coming up. Um, but it's generally going to be on investment property and the lender is going to underwrite the property more than they're going to underwrite you and your ability to pay. And so um, there's a, some advantage to the borrower. Yes, there's some, you're, you're pushing off a lot of the liability or the risk, but the lender's taking on that liability and risk. And therefore you probably are going to end up with a higher interest rate or shorter term. So there's the, the terms aren't going to be quite as favorable if you had a recourse loan. 
Okay. So technically like a conventional mortgage would be non-recourse or would it not even hold a title like that? A, a conventional mortgage is generally going to be a recourse. Yeah. Um, like your traditional Fannie and Freddie loan, FHA, that's all, that's all recourse financing. So a regular investor who's buying a property through, you know, a, a duplex that's in almost all cases going to be a recourse loan. Um, if you are buying commercial Fannie or Freddie, then that's often non-recourse. They're underwriting the property um, and and they're and basically saying, hey, you know, we'll only go after the, the asset if there's an issue here. But they're going to require more down payment, right? Yeah. So what happens if I, let's say I buy a duplex with a conventional mortgage and then I can't pay it 10 years into it? Then they would go through the foreclosure process if it's a recourse loan. They just so, they take my property as long as that settles the debt. I'm good. If it doesn't and I, and I can't pay the difference, I go bankrupt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, that was what a lot of people dealt with in 2008, 2009, and we worked with a lot of people that were in that situation and you know helping them get those properties sold. Um, yeah, I mean, it, in many cases, if there's a large judgment, let's say that you owe five hundred thousand dollars on a on a house, and the market declines, you can't pay the mortgage, and that property is only worth three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Well, you've got a hundred and fifty thousand dollar shortfall there, and in many cases, the lenders were willing to sell, you know, these properties short of what were owed. But then they would go back and try to collect the remaining $150,000 from the borrower themselves. If they had other assets, if they, you know, uh, even going as far as garnishing wages, and that would then force a lot of people to have to file bankruptcy to protect themselves. Awesome. Great. Well, I hope you guys learned a lot about the differences and maybe it will give you some information on what type of loan you're going to get. That's it for today. For more daily investing tips and real estate secrets, don't forget to visit breakfreerealestate.com and make sure to like, subscribe, and share our podcast. We will see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm.